Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Jump fans, get up, stretch out. My next guest shows you that there is no quit. There's no saying I can't do nothing. There's nothing you can't do anything. There's nothing you can't accomplish to be great. My next guest will show you that she does not stop. She does not stop for nothing until she accomplishes her goals. Ladies and gentlemen, our next show is all about Unstoppable Tracy, what she's gone through, how she achieved it to be one of the top speakers around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Unstoppable Tracy. Yes, hello. It is another show. It is Jump, and I am so excited to introduce my next guest. When I tell you about a spirit like no other, I'm, I think I don't think this person has one bad day. Not one bad day. <laughs> She's always happy. She's always just having fun. Like even time you, when you call her, it's <laughs> like she, her voice just says hello. And and it's what I love about it because it, it makes everybody smile. She has <laughs> she has that one connection that she always does so i'm not even going to introduce her i'm going to just pretend i'm calling her so you guys can hear it okay um hello caller are you there hello unstoppable tracy here (laughs) how you doing i am wonderful charles it's so nice to connect with you it is, and it's a pleasure for myself because, as I was telling you during the break, I actually went to a, a JT Fox uh, seminar, and he was speaking about you, and we saw a little presentation, and you know, he was speaking very highly of you and what you've accomplished, and I, I, I was honored that I saw you on LinkedIn that you wanted to meet up, and I was so excited I had to get you on my show right away. See how the stars align, and it's. <laughs> And we make it mean stars align, but it's actually that you're the kind of person that jumped. You jumped at the opportunity to connect, and I was the kind of person that jumped at, oh, he's connected to my world with JT Fox. I should connect with him. And so we make it happen. That's right. Now, if anybody doesn't know who you are, can you give them a little backstory about yourself? I sure can. You know, uh, what I love to start with is that you know, I have sailed World Cup regattas with male-dominated, able-bodied, big, strong Viking men, 27 men and four women, and I've climbed the Himalayas, and I've captained tall, fit, uh, tall ships, and I skied double black diamond, and I helped Air Canada bust into 
through the strike with Canadian Airlines and and with their pilots and the merger, and I helped Uber break into Canada and help shoppers drug mart through pharmaceutical reform. And then I'm a bit of a humanitarian, doing uh, work in Uganda and Nepal and Mexico. So on top of adventurer, athlete, and entrepreneur, obstacle buster. I also happen to be, which is probably what you thought I would open with, <laughs> a four-way amputee. And so both legs above knees and missing my left arm above elbow and I'm missing my right hand. Okay. And so all four limbs are affected. Okay, now how did that happen? Were you born with it or was it an accident? I was boring or born with it. Oh. You know, no exciting train accident, I'm afraid. <laughs> but I was born this way, and they don't know why. It's just a fluke. I'm, I'm too young for the thalidomide drug. Oh, and good. so uh, it's just a fluke. Everyone else in my family have their arms and their legs, aunts, uncles, nieces, great, 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 great grandparents, all the cousins since. I'm the only one. But I'm the also the only one that ever got her MBA and went on to fly airplanes and jump out of airplanes and scuba dive and all those other things I've already talked about. And so uh, I'm exactly how I'm meant to be. <laughs> and see, and that's what it is. That spirit that you have is 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 amazing. Now, for for, for me, I, I just love that you don't make anything stop you, and that's why you got that title, Unstoppable Tracy. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, but the the thing is. It must have been a struggle growing up. What did you do every day to keep this mindset? I think I was blessed to be born this way because it, it taught me super early this mindset as a, as a byproduct, right? I'm just a kid on a front lawn, not a hero, just a kid that wants to play with other kids, right? Like all kids want to play with other kids. Even introverted shy kids want to play with one special friend, right? Everybody wants to just play. And so I was on the lawn and the other kids were on the lawn beside me. And that meant I had to do whatever it took to get over there, right? The group of kids usually stay together and the individual has to join the gang. So I remember like rolling down the lawn and there was a skateboard at the bottom and I jumped on somebody's skateboard. It wasn't mine. And then I skateboarded over to their lawn and then I rolled up their lawn and said hi, right? And it was just, you have to do whatever it takes to go for it, right? And I wasn't being a hero, just a kid that wants to play. And there were times where it was tough, like I remember the first day of school and I'm approaching school and it's before Terry Fox and Rick Hansen has traveled around the world and changed policy. So there's no personal support workers in the classroom, no educational assistance. And the school administrator says, I'm sorry, Tracy can't go to this school. <laughs> and my heart just went, yeah. right? But what was really great and what we can all do, like we're all told no. Right? Somebody, you want to fund your business or you want to sing on a stage or you want to start your own Zoom radio station. You know, we're all told no for whatever reasons. Money, business, our teenagers, you know, whoever you're speaking to. And what my mom taught me that day was she spoke to the principals listening. And she didn't try to convince them she can do it, she's okay. She just, she just counter offered. And she realized he was worried about 
and grantedly so, 30 kids, one teacher all by herself. How is she going to imagine, how is she going to manage a four-way amputee? And so who's going to tie my shoelaces? Who's going to help me in the bathroom? She's got 30 other kids. And so what my mom did is she counter-offered. And she said, how about you try Tracy just for one week? And she said, if it doesn't work out, no problem, totally no problem, then we'll try another school. And so she was speaking to his listening. She could tell that, and he could tell that she meant it. She meant that there was no way that I was going to give her a hard time, right? My mom wasn't going to give her a hard time if it wasn't going to work out. So the principal was okay with me trying it. So the principal ran outside at recess to see if I made it outside because if I did it meant I could stay at that school and I never made it outside oh, oh, oh man <laughs> so the principal runs back inside you know this poor principal now right now he's falling in love with me like you and he wants me to stay so he runs to ask the teacher what happened he's like couldn't she tie her shoelaces and the teacher's all confused and the teacher's like no she was the first one to tie her shoelaces. And he couldn't figure it out, right? I've got no hands. How did I tie my shoelaces? Right. And he said, she was the first one? Well, what happened? And and the teacher said, well, none of the kids could tie their shoelaces. And for some, <laughs> somehow Tracy had it in her bonnet that everybody's supposed to be included. So by the time she tied 30 shoelaces, the recess bell was over. <laughs> So hold on, you did yours and you stopped to help all the other kids. That's it. And because my mom told me, right, everybody included. And she said, nobody left behind. And she meant me, right? She meant, Tracy, don't leave yourself behind. But I took that to mean, don't leave anybody behind. (laughs) And it was perfect. And I didn't go in there planning on being the shoelace leader, right? I just wanted to make sure I knew if we were all outside together... I got to stay at that school. And so it's funny though, like why is it the only kid with no hands was the only kid required to be able to tie her shoelaces to be there? Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes people tell us no and it's that big bad word. It sounds realistic. It makes sense. There's no funding or I'm a female or I don't have my MBA or I don't... I'm not smart enough, I'm not tall enough, I don't sing well enough. We all have these stories, but there's there's no no realistic. Just put a big red X through the word realistic in your mind visually every time I hear that word. And then I learned that day that no and O just means they don't know, K-N-O-W. Right, and that's what I was going to ask you because you've been all over. Like, if you go to uh, Tracy Unstoppable Tracy's YouTube videos thing, she's got videos after videos, and you were on BT. Yeah, and you talked about no, but your no is not N O. Your N your no is K N O W. Yeah, and how lucky that at five years old, that's that was imprinted. Every time I hear no, I'm like, oh, okay, they don't know, and I'm not speaking to their listening. You know, every time. So when I wanted to pursue my Paralympic dream, I jumped in a car. I spent like five days 
driving down there to find this gold Olympian. I thought, if I'm going to beat the Paralympians, I got to surround myself with gold Olympians. You know, and who you surround yourself with is who you become. Right? You and me, we surround ourselves with each other. And you surrounded yourself with JT Fox, and we who you surround yourself with, go getters that make it work, is who you become. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to surround myself with gold Olympians, and I'm going to become an Olympian. I'm going to become a Paralympian, right? So I get down there five days in the car, I jump out of the car, and he's like washing a boat at 5:30 in the morning. And I'm like, hi, I'm Tracy from Toronto. I'm so excited. I'm going to be a Canadian Paralympian, you know, like super excited. And I think I expected him to like pick me up and swirl me around and and maybe even, you know, <laughs> propose marriage or something, right? Like real full on extreme immediate. And he just kept washing his boat. Right? And he just like, "Oh, that's nice you know like he was like oh my gosh right it was not what I and then I realized okay I'm not speaking to his listening right my mom was speaking to the principal's listening he doesn't want to be stuck with me I'm not speaking to Magnus Lidgedal gold Olympians listening his listening right now is washing a boat so I picked up a sponge and I started washing the boat and I ended up washing that boat and others for three months before I got to sail with Magnus Lidgedal. Three months. So, But I figured it out. He just didn't know K-N-O-W. And it took me a little time, but I got there. Okay, so I want my listeners to listen and understand this correctly, what she's saying. Sometimes... And correct me if I'm wrong. What you're saying is sometimes when you go into business, you be at, you know your proposal or something, and you say something to somebody, and not necessarily when they say no, it's no. They say no because they quite not understand where you're coming from, and you're not on that level yet. And you're not speaking to their listening, right? You're speaking to our own. We, you know, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits, uh, Highly Effective People. He says, seek first to understand before being understood. And so, obviously, we need to speak to their listening. And as a four-way amputee, people look at me, and they are inspired by me. I just have to be drinking a cup of tea, and people will be like, wow, isn't she amazing, right? They don't know that I climbed the Himalayas of Nepal without my legs, right? I left my legs in Kathmandu, and, and, and they're just amazed I'm drinking tea, right? They don't know that I, you know, supported Air Canada and Canadian Airlines with a merger. They don't know that I speak at Home Depot and Loblaws and Meridian and, and ING online bank in Amsterdam last week, right? Like they don't know. They just think I'm drinking a cup of tea and I'm amazing because I've got a dress on and they can see that both my legs are artificial above me. And it's, it's uh, a shame. So the first reaction with people is they're amazed and in awed and inspired by me. But they always say no. Like I, one of the reasons I'm an entrepreneur is because it's so tough to get hired. Okay. Right? And people, people, you're amazing, but how are you? And they don't say out loud, how are you going to type or how are you going to flip chart paper or how are you going to, so that I can let them know how. They just don't know. But they're thinking and, about it and they're thinking about it and they're wondering what's going to happen if we take her on. Is it going to be a liability? Is she going to yeah. be great? Do we want to take this chance? But not saying like your mom, give her a week, give her a yeah. try. Let's, let's see what she knows. 
And that works in recreation and sport and in a children's world. And in the adult world, you really got to go at it. And my, you know, my first job was State Farm Insurance. I was 16 and I had applied at McDonald's and Tim Hortons and all of the places that Cineplex Odeon, like all the places to that all my friends, able-bodied teenager friends had applied to. And I got all these no's. And for some reason, something came out at the State Farm Insurance about skiing. I think he had some ski thing on his desk or in the corner. And I talked about it. I'm like, oh, I was, where do you ski? I ski at the peaks. And, uh, and that was, I got hired at State Farm Insurance to answer telephones because I could ski. <laughs> you know, and, and so it just sort of let him realize, okay, right? If she can ski, she can answer my telephone. But I could right. have done the job at any of those places, but I didn't realize, you know. So I think that's where I got my adventure kick was like, okay, if I can prove to them I can climb mountains and fly airplanes and jump out of airplanes and be an advanced scuba diver, if I can prove these things. I, I did go to Paralympic trials, but in order to get there, I also went to World Cup regattas, like in Australia, sailing against able-bodied men, 27 men and three women. And I was the only one with no arms and no legs in that World Cup regatta. And, and, and all I wanted to do was get to the Paralympic trials, right? And so, but you know, you've got to, who you surround yourself with is who you become. And, and even my own community of people with disabilities doubted my ability to get to the Paralympic trials. At the end of the day, okay, even you got people, that's, that's the main thing right now. My show is called Jump because I want to show people that it, it's always going to be difficult and you're going to have to take a chance. Yeah. You have people that are doubting you. Yeah. How do you keep going when you have doubters? Well, so the, what's great is that I've had doubters all my life and every doubt and then I get to see a breakthrough. So I have the advantage of seeing you stick with it. It works. You know, they talk about, you know, Walt Disney, he went bankrupt nine times, right? He just, he did it one more time. Failure and success. The only difference is somebody tried one more time. And so they were successful. And I know, like, I think it to something we more of us experience, you know, not everyone experiences a four way amputee. But when I went to, uh, went away to school for the first time, I was, it was like first time leaving home. It was scary. It was like, oh my gosh, I remember bawling my eyes out, but I wasn't not going to school, not going to residence. And it was awesome. I loved residence and being at school. And then when I went away again for my bachelor of education, a second degree, for some reason I was scared all over again. And it was same when I went to Jamaica, when I went to Nepal. Every time I went away on a trip or did an adventure or went away to different schools, each time was really rough. But the second time was a little less and the third and the fourth. And now, like I just went off to Europe, 11 countries in 22 days, 33 cities. And I wasn't crying. But it was much bigger and much harder than going to one country that was completely planned and I knew exactly where I was going to be every single day in one place. It was a much bigger adventure, but now I know you just jump, you just go for it, and you know you're going to figure it out. You said something that I really love. You said every time that you go and you fail, it's a learning experience. Yeah. And people fail to understand that a failure is something that you grow yes. on. Because if you didn't fail, you didn't learn yes. anything. So if you could just tell my jump listeners, explain that one, 
give me give me an example of one time you tried something and failed, and then what you learned from. So, uh, where the first time I was going to go skiing, right? People who are paralyzed or missing their legs, they're often sit skiers. And and with sit skiers, they with their hands they use outriggers, which are like crutches with little mini skis at the end of the outrigger. But because I don't have a left arm and I'm missing a right hand, I don't have hands. Outriggers weren't working for me. We even tried just duct taping them, duct taping them to the little bit of arm that I had, but it wasn't enough control. And we didn't figure out how I was going to go skiing by being on a couch and talking about it. Right? We didn't figure it out by only going to a computer. We did some research on a computer and Googled and asked around and looked for other four-way amputees to see if there was anybody out there. And when I started, there wasn't a lot of others out there. We had to just go for it. We had to just jump. We had to get to that hill and figure it out. And we were sitting on the ski bench, and my ski instructor—I've been telling people his feet were size 11, and I just saw him last weekend. And he told me, Tracy, my feet are size 12. <laughs> and it's so funny. I've been lying all this time. I didn't mean to be, but it turns out his feet are size 12. And so we were sitting on the ski bench, and he had his boots off, his ski boots off, and the. The the ankle part is like open in the ski boot, and I'm sitting there with my legs off, and I'm thinking, well, that opening in his ski boot looks just like my stump, looks just like my thigh. So what we did is we put ski boots on my thighs backwards. Right, I didn't have toes, and with ski, and I didn't have knees. Right, so there's no knees. So when you're skiing, you do like a duck squat position. You bend your knees and you lean forward. Well, by wearing the ski boots backwards, I could I could stick my bum backwards because the ski boots were angled just a little bit, and I could lean my shoulders forward. And when I got to ski at the chairlift, because I have no knees, the skis were perpendicular to the chairlift. They weren't like underneath the chairlift. So when we got to dismount the ski lift, the backs of my tips hit the the mound of snow. And I got slingshotted forward, and I went right past the bunny hill and right past the medium difficulty hill, and I ended up on the top of this run called O M G. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Can you imagine? Right, and it's just like life, right? Just like life. Oh my goodness! And we're all facing. Oh my goodness! You could just picture it. And so the top of the run, the only way down. Is down, right? You gotta just go for it. You gotta just jump. And I skied in the trees twelve <laughs> times, not just wiped out, right into the trees, oh, full on, straight, full speed into the trees, twelve times. Ugh. But what do you think I did when I got to the bottom of that run? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm laughing. You went up and did it all over again. Yes. <laughs> you know what worked for me was sailing. When I started sailing, because I don't sail with my legs on, I kept falling out of the boat. I just got back in the boat, and I just believed I was capable. And my sailing instructor just believed I was capable. You know, without legs, that's why I kept falling out of the boat. And all the other kids, they all got their white sail level one. But I got back in the boat over and over. I went back the next summer, and I eventually grew up to be a World Cup sailor. I could kick your butt in a sailboat, right? <laughs> and I'm assuming you have arms and legs. I have no idea. If you have arms, <laughs> I shouldn't make assumptions, right? <laughs> oh my! See, okay. So hold on. You're a person that doesn't give up. 
You're a person that just keeps going for it. You're a person that, you know, go, lands in trees, falls off boats. You know <laughs> what I mean? You do what you got to do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, why do you do what you got to do? do? Well, so with sailing, I love water. Even when I was falling out of the boat, I didn't care. I was happy to go swimming. So it wasn't awful, right? So part of why do you do what you do? Because sometimes those wipeouts, it was, I was laughing my face off when I was in the trees, right? <laughs> I was in soft snow. So the whole like imperfection idea of, oh my gosh, I'm going to wipe out or oh my gosh, I'm going to fall out of the boat. What's the first thing going to happen? You're going to fall out of the boat and you're going to end up in the trees and maybe it's funny, right? I didn't know it was funny until I got there and it was funny. And and so, you know, we, we're, why do you do what you do? I mean, I just knew... I loved water right from four years old. I was, I just loved water, loved being in water. Uh, and because I could swim, I could learn to sail and fall out of a boat. And because I could sail, I could teach sailing. And because I could teach sailing, I got into teacher's college. And because I got into teacher's college, I ended up teaching in Mexico. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. Uganda, Jamaica, Nepal, you know, all around the world. And and because I was in sailing, someone said, have you tried skiing? Right. And, and because I was in sailing, someone said, do you want to join our tall ship adventure? And because I was on the tall ship with a bunch of able-bodied teenagers... My captain's wife got preg got not pregnant, got went in labor. She was already pregnant. She was in labor on shore. And I was the only teenager on that boat that knew how to sail. And so he left me in charge of the tall ship. And in charge of all those other 18, 19, we were in 18 to 25. And I happened to be 18 years old at the time. And he left me in charge of the tall ship because I was the only sailor. And so because I could swim, I could fall out of a boat. And and so you just don't know. So, and so why do you do what you do? Right. It's, it doesn't even, if you jump, if you go for it and you look at the signs and you don't let failure stop you, you know, feeling uncertain is no excuse for inaction. Having failure mm-hmm. does not mean you avoid failure. You go for it again. And the bonus is right. the journey. Right, I didn't. I didn't end up at Rio 2016 Paralympics, which is the dream I thought I was going for. I I failed. I did not. 
go to Rio 2016. But what I did do was I supported Magnus Lidgedal, gold Olympian, in getting out of the parking lot where I found him washing boats to a Paralympic sports club, to an Olympic sailing center, not a Paralympic, an Olympic sailing center in Miami, the U.S. Olympic sailing center. And we, we together, we turned it into a Paralympic acknowledged sports club where sailors with disabilities from around the world all got supported by Magnus Lidgedal out of this U.S. Sailing Olympic Center. And every single person in Rio and in London were all somehow supported by Magnus Lidgedal, Gold Olympian. And I was part of that journey. I was part of supporting Magnus in that journey. Without me, he wouldn't have been able, probably, I probably influenced him and I definitely did the grants and the applications and the paperwork and all the administration. And so my journey was bigger than what I was bigger than me. So what you're saying is every time you did one, it brought you to a next level of something different. You did, you tried something else. Different and bigger. It keeps bringing you closer. If you didn't start that one, that one thing, it would have never brought you to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. So when you yep. get that chance and do something, other avenues, other connections, other things open up into your world. You don't know what you don't know, right? Okay. You just got to jump. So then here's the thing then. Doing all this is great, but when did you realize that you need to be going out and speaking, being on stage, doing what you got to do, write your book? Because you weren't doing all this before. So what was that thing that you just, the light bulb clicked and then now you are unstoppable Tracy you know so in sailing and in skiing right I, I got a bronze medal in skiing eventually and I got into World Cup regattas in sailing and the Paralympic trials and did well against able-bodied men but I had a coach I had a gold coach I had a high-performance coach and even when I was learning at provincials and local levels and, and, and when I wasn't even doing racing, when I was just learning, I had a teacher and an instructor. So one day I figured out how come in sport I have a coach, but in my life, in my business life, in my everyday life, in my love life, in my speaking life, why don't I have a coach? Why do I only do it for sailing and skiing? And so I... I I didn't get to Rio and I was in a bad funk, right? I was really attached to Rio, Rio, Rio. And I didn't even see, like, holy cow, you kept that sailing school alive and turned it not from disabled sailing independence afloat. I turned it into, I was a contributor to Disabled Sailing Ontario that then became Able Sail Network across Canada. And, and in skiing, I went from an individual skier to being on the Canadian association disabled skiing board for canada right like everything i've done always turned bigger and i didn't give myself and i didn't see that and i went and in this funk and then facebook said do this free mega speaker day and because i was supporting magnus in turning team paradise his individual club right he said i'll support you if you support me and we did a barter and so i supported him with boats and maintenance and administration and we did a an exchange and i worked for him in exchange for Boat, borrowed boat time and coaching time and that's how we did the Paralympic Sports Club and uh, and to raise funds for Magnus and the Team Paradise I would speak for Team Paradise and when I would do the speaking they'd say you know you should write a book 
and I mm-hmm. and have you written a book? And I'm like, no. And I and I said, I'm not a writer. I'm a sailor. I'm not a writer. I'm a sailor. And then and then I didn't get into Rio, and I was in this funk. And then Facebook said, come to this free day. Are you interested to be a mega speaker? And it was JT Fox's day, and I went, and he just spoke to me, and he was tough. And I'm really lucky. I think that I've had, you know, Magnus Lidgedal, Swedish, tough love kind of guy, and I had my German father, tough love kind of guy, and and uh, and JT Fox is a tough love kind of guy, but he gets results, and he cares about his people, right? He he's got a motto called family first. And I think a lot of people show up thinking that he's lovey-dovey, but he's not. He's tough love. Right. <laughs> right. And, you need, and sometimes you need that. Yeah. And and so he was. He just really spoke to my listening that day. And he said, write an e-book, not a hardcover book. He said, write a book and you put your face on it, not some fa- flame or mountain or bow and arrow. You, it's you or your brand, and you put your face on it, and you come up with the title in it, and let go of perfect. Don't spend two years figuring it out. Just put something up and get started, and put it out there, and then hold the world accountable. Because who's going to hold you accountable? So put it out there and put it up there. This is first draft of an idea, so it's not expected to be perfect. And I went home January 27th, and on February 1st, I put my face. On a cover with Canva.com, a free uh, app for 30 days, and you put put your face. I put my face in a picture, and I put a fake title on it, and I put "By Unstoppable Tracy" because that's what Magnus called me, and that's what my kindergarten teacher called me, and that's what my ski instructor called me. And uh, I wasn't Unstoppable Tracy, something that I would introduce myself as, but wherever I go. It's where it would go. You know, if I'm, you're on Facebook and elementary school friends show up and say, they don't know who Tracy Schmidt is. No. But they're like, are you Unstoppable? Or are my sailing friends? Who's Tracy Schmidt? Oh, Unstoppable Tracy. Who's my skiing friend? Oh, you mean Unstoppable Tracy. So they, people don't know who Tracy Schmidt is, but a lot of people around the whole world know who Unstoppable Tracy is, especially after. So JT Fox tells me to do that. And I go all in. I decide if I'm investing in what I, my entire life, my home, my car, my bed, my dresser, everything to be with Magnus Lidgedal, Gold Olympian, how come I'm not doing that in my real life, in my everyday life, not just the sport part of my life? You're not, you're not giving you that same attention that you gave everything else. You're not giving, yeah. that, you're not giving Tracy that all in all, that all in. It's just giving it to other people. Yep. So I went all in with JT. And, it, and I went, I earned five times my income after going all in with JT Fox. And wow. I went from, you know, doing fundraising, not for profit, living out of my car to be an incredible World Cup sailor. And that's what it took to be all in, was living out of my car. But, you know, how do I support, once I realize, you know, how do I make a difference for others if, I, if I'm not feeding and housing me? Right? Okay, right. I can make a bigger difference. And the bigger success I am, the bigger difference, the more evangelistic I can be. Not evangelistic. Uh, evangelistic, but more like uh, a philanthropist is the word I'm looking for. Like the, there you go. <laughs> the more generous I can be. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with evangelistic. I didn't mean to discount that. But I just mean, you know, making a difference for others, whether it's God, whether it's funds, whether it's food, whether it's just planting the seed of possibility that you can do it because if I can do it no arms no legs grew up in Ontario housing 
Mm-hmm. And now, seven months after JT Fox, I went from no money stages to being on stage with Jane Fonda, be not at JT's event before JT's event, getting a gig in Russia for ten thousand dollars. Wow! Get all amazing. expenses: my flights, my hotel, my food. The ten thousand was my fee, not including my expenses. In Russia, ten months later, not even February first. Russia was October ninth. So, if I can do it, you can do it. Okay. No excuses. So then, here it is. Before, before we're gonna take a quick break, but I want you to think about this before you you you, you tell my listeners. You've been around the world. I'm looking at your website. I see, you know, like Sharp. I'm seeing, you know, Huffington Post. I see Oprah. You know what I mean? Oprah I'm Magazine. Seeing, you know, yep. <laughs> yeah. I see Oprah Magazine. And like, and these are big things. But when we come back from break, I want you to tell the listeners the one thing, the one person or when you went out and spoke that really told you that, yes, this is what you were meant to do. Is it, did one person come and talk to you after an, a speaking event? Did you see somebody on the street? Did you meet somebody? Did you get an email? I want to know, what was that one thing that said, Tracy, this is what I was meant to do. We'll be right back. Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Introducing Promo Caribbean, the Caribbean's number one mobile app. The only app you'll need to stay current on local and regional news, jobs, business listings, parties, attractions, travel, and much more. Whether you're in the Caribbean, Canada, the U.S., the U.K., or anywhere in the world, this revolutionary app allows you to connect, engage, and support your Caribbean community through your mobile device. Reach the whole Caribbean community from the palm of your hands. Download the Promo Caribbean app now for free at the App Store and Google Play. All right, and we are back with my special guest, and I, I want her to, to do her intro. This is Unstoppable Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I love that so much. Aww. It just it just makes me it just makes me feel good just to hear how you say it. Like you, the thing about it, you just it's in your gut, and that's what I love. Like I see people on stage all the time, like when we're doing these things, and you can tell when it's in your gut. That you really enjoy and you love what you're doing. Yes. And before we went to break, I wanted to know what was that time that you realized that yes, this was what I was meant to do. Somebody came to talk to an email. What was it? Oh, and I was searching. I'm like, who do I talk about? Right. There's the Magnus was my ski person, and JT Fox was definitely my business person that turned me into a profitable speaker. But there was, you know, uh, I also did a rec diploma before. I, there was a time when I didn't think I was smart enough to do an MBA, which I did go on to do an MBA. Uh, and 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 I just won number one global woman transformational leader in the John Maxwell world. And that's out of 160 countries. And so, I mean, definitely capable in business. And I say that not to brag, but to say, you know, we have these stories in our head. And so I started doing recreation and I love recreation. And actually, I'm glad I did my diploma and degree in recreation because a lot of what I do in my business world is rooted in recreation. But my first placement in order to inspire Regent Park, which is a tough neighborhood in Toronto, to get those kids to 
want to come to our advanced leadership after school program instead of drinking, drugs, smoking, rapping, doing whatever, like hanging out at the convenience store. We wanted folks to come be productive and do leadership with us and maybe one day they'd work for the city offering parks and rec to other kids or adults or seniors because there's so much possibility possibly there. And and so we needed to go speak to that community and this this Alf Grigg knew a bit of my story and he knew that I was going to be going to Nepal to climb the Himalayas and bring school supplies to a bunch of kids in the mountains. So he knew my early journey uh, at that time and he knew I could sail and ski and uh, and he I remember getting on the stage in front of this school and I remember I was standing sort of at the front of the stage and it was it was like theater in the round where the stairs were the first person in the audience is eye level with you and then everybody elevates up and around you higher and higher and uh I remember just backing up and, and not being present during the conversation and then my back just hit the wall behind me. So I had just, I didn't stay front and center and I didn't move around. I just backed up to that back wall and uh, I thought that I'd done a, a terrible job and, and by today's standards that, that performance wouldn't have got me in Oprah Magazine or on Jane Fonda's shared stage by any means uh, but it, it I convinced a whole lot of kids to come out and what Alf Grigg was his name he was my placement facilitator and a magical man and now over 20 years later I've got a conference with him coming up uh, in 2019 and I've never shared the stage with him again since that day which is really neat 18 till now but now all these years later we're both going to be at a conference together 2019 and Alf Grigg and instead of telling me all the things he did wrong as my placement coordinator he just asked me he's like so how did that go and he let me vent and he's like okay tell me what you did well right and I really had to think and search and went silent and he wouldn't let me off the hook until I figured it out and he said, and then what's one thing that you learned as a result of this day that you know you're going to do next time, right? And he let me come up with those answers. He didn't point fingers. He didn't give me constructive feedback. He just coached me through what I did do well and what I could self-reflect on doing better. And, uh, and Alf Grigg was the one that built up my ego to say, look at the turnout. Look at our sign-up. And he was, he was extremely positive. And then it just kept coming. Right, every time I would share a story in response to a question, it wasn't even in intentional, which is like, what was it like teaching grade one? And then I talk about all these kids that I held the pumpkin under my arm to walk over to the pumpkin table, like a paper <laughs> cutout. And, uh, and then when I got to the pumpkin table, I asked one of the kids as a grade one teacher, uh, and, I, and I, I asked one of the kids to hold the pumpkin and, and the paper that's had a picture of the pumpkin and then I used the scissors and, and I used my left stump on one loop of the finger and I used my one finger because mm -hmm. that's all I have on the right side is one finger and so I'm I'm scissor actioning with my left stump and my right finger whereas you guys assuming again that you have ten fingers you could stick two of your fingers in from your same hand and just scissor cut so these right, kids right. And, and you could use your other hand to hold the paper well, these kids, when I relinquished them to go cut out their pumpkins after doing the demo, 
They all put the paper under their left arm and they could have held it with their hand. <laughs> they all walked over to the table. They all partnered up. And as a kindergarten teacher, you don't uh, leave kids to pair up themselves. You facilitate that because you'll spend 20 minutes with them fighting over who's pairing with who, right? So, but I didn't facilitate right, right, it. Right. And they all seamlessly paired up with each other. And one held the paper and they used two hands to work the scissors. They didn't use one hand. They used one hand on the bottom and the other hand on the top. And it just, it really taught me like what a role model you don't intend to be right and that there's more than one way to do things and just because they're not doing it the way they're supposed to do it right they were cutting pumpkins and they were being a team and they were being supportive and they're going to learn the one-handed scissor trick but now they've learned here's another way and that there are other ways to do things in life and so it was a bonus and and so it just that teacher said you really gotta and i shared that answer to a room full of teachers Uh, And I wasn't speaking. I just happened to be on the stage introducing somebody. And they're like, you got to speak. And and I realized with Magnus in my sailing journey, you know, you're like, who turned me into a speaker? It wasn't really who turned me into a speaker. J.T. Fox and Magnus and Alf Grigg and that teacher that day and Catherine Smart that believed in me in sailing when I was falling out of the boat instead of thinking sailing's not for me. She she believed I was capable. Ian, my ski instructor, believed, you know, Failure isn't an option. We just keep going until we get it, you know, and that which was great. But it, it was always about unstoppable you. You know, you say you say unstoppable Tracy so happily. But the reason I say it so excitedly is because I'm waiting. Because normally what I say is unstoppable Tracy, unstoppable you, and I'm unstoppable Tracy because of unstoppable you, Charles. Because of shows like Jump. And, and the listeners for listening in. I'm a supple Tracy because of unstoppable you listeners. And and I can do it. You can do it. It's not about unstoppable Tracy, which was the first name of my book in draft. What my book ended up being was unstoppable you. And it, and it's, it's my stories, but they each end with coaching questions like what Alf did with me and what JT Fox did with me. And it's, it's here's the story. So what so what are you doing what's working for you what's not so what are you going to go ahead with your next step to drive action and results and exponential fast results not 30 years to get here but do it now do Do it it now now. jump okay so here here it is my listeners know they're like okay why is he when is he gonna ask the question when is he gonna ask the question because i always this is this is like my my lead off question before we get out of here oh right so they're always they're they're wondering and and, and i'm i'm excited to hear your answer to this i'm asking all my guests at the very end before you leave this earth what is your legacy what do you want your legacy to be oh there's a great great tough question for folks and it so another part of when it stopped being unstoppable tracing it started to become unstoppable you and that every time it gets bigger like what's something new and always driving forward right like one year this year was getting my advanced scuba diving what's next year going to hold for me and so one year was what's bigger than unstoppable you and for me it was an unstoppable world and there's no reason because there's reason what's reasonable right big red x through that so there's no reason why we can't have world peace in 2035 and so i am partnered with this gentleman who has this website 
uh, and he's out of Belgium, but I, and I was just in Belgium with him, and we talk on Skype and on phone and on WhatsApp, and we are about World Peace 2035. Okay. And there's a Facebook group. There's over 40,000 clicks on World Peace 2035. I wish there was 40,000 clicks on Unstoppable Tracy, Unstoppable You. I, I think I have about 3,000 on my Facebook fan page because it's Unstoppable Tracy, Unstoppable You that's going to help us drive World Peace 2035. No excuses, okay. you know? There's Nuts it. Yeah. Just, and just get out there and get it get done. It we, done. We, all have, we all have that our inner peace in this, and we just have to show it to each person. Yes, one at a time. Right. World Peace right. 2035. Well, listen, Tracy, this has been an honor and a pleasure to have you on my show. And, I, you know, I hope that we stay in contact and see you do more things, bigger things. And, you know, this is fun. And I want everybody to go to make sure. Where can they see what you're doing? Give them a, a website that they can contact. Unstoppable Tracy. And I like to joke, you know, I don't have my legs and I don't have my hands and I don't have an E in Tracy. It's T-R-A-C-Y. No extra parts with me. No arms, no legs, no E. <laughs> Unstoppable Tracy. And that's everything. That's my website. That's my Facebook. That's my Instagram. That's my Twitter. That's my Google+. Plus. That's my YouTube. That's my Pinterest. That's my Tumblr. Like, that's my everything. Unstoppable Tracy, whatever your favorite method is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please give this lovely lady a big round of applause for being on Jump. We thank you so much. <laughs> this has been an honor and a pleasure. Oh Tracy, Charles. thank you so much. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> Love it. All right. And now remember, Jump listeners, if you want to hear what we're going to talk about, make sure you go over and get the bonus round because Tracy and myself are going to be going there just now. You listening to Jump, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked the show or have a comment, we would love to hear from you. Join our mailing list, and as always, check out our special deals links below. I hope this has inspired you to look at your life and jump. See you next week. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, so please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link.
Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.